another round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Jake Bakoven. Happy Monday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler right here on 93.7. The Ticket brought to you by Coligan Water. Myself, Jake Bakovin, uh, getting prepared, getting ready for On the Block today here on the Ticket Water Cooler. And, of course, our, our friend Nate is back. Nate Dog. That's why you go by professionally now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> After this weekend, maybe. Call me whatever yeah, you that's want. That's right. Uh, nice trip to New Orleans. Oh, You're back. Yeah. Uh, you said you enjoyed it. <laughs> You saw some things you probably have never seen before. I, I, it, it's one of those things. I mean, I've seen movies talking about Mardi Gras and New Orleans and all this, but until you actually go on Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras, it's something like you've never experienced. I mean, it's there's no there's no rules. I mean, you just you do whatever you want. It was before we left. Um, we had an Airbnb. It was about a half a mile away or so, so we just walked to Bourbon Street and. We were pre-gaming, and we had, like, a 12-pack of Miller Lights. And they said, all right, everyone, grab a Miller Light. Let's go. What's, uh, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> grab a Miller Light and just walk down the side of the streets. Like, yeah, you do whatever you want here. Yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> so so that's what you did. By, <laughs> walking down the street with Miller Light. We went from bar to bar. I mean, it was – oh, it was – it was a blast. People were up on rooftops throwing beads yeah, down at that's us. That's what I've seen in, in every episode of Cops about Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah. Those I mean, guys are trouble. It's just crazy. It's just absolute chaos and, I mean, just people everywhere. It was so much fun. It's, and it was there for a bachelor party, so unless there's another bachelor party that pertains to Mardi Gras in New Orleans, probably won't be back. But then, of course, the, <laughs> the, the group chat, my buddy said, all right, we're going to start making this a yearly occurrence. So oh, we're yeah. going to do this every year. I said, I don't know, guys. You're not in on it. <laughs> why, why are you opposed to going back? Just because you've seen it? I, this thing is I had fun. Everyone got a little weird. Like it, <laughs> yeah. like it, was, it was fun, but, it was, I mean, it's just like it is literally like the Wild West out there. There's no rules. There, there's yeah. just no rules. You do whatever you want, which, again, it was so much fun, a blast, but it's just a lot to process. <laughs> it's, yes. a, it's a lot to just look around and just process what is going on because it, when you ask yourself what's going on, you start thinking about it, then you just get in your own head too much. So you just, Are you, you just accept pe it. people watching Oh, absolutely. It's just, again, I've, just, I've never – I knew New Orleans existed and I knew Mardi Gras was a thing, but I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, but it was so much fun. Were the cops on horses? Usually, I see Hot cops, cops were on, on horses, horses yeah. and then people were trying to pet the horse, and then the horse <laughs> would kick them. Oh my god! I mean, like, are we Just petting a disaster. horse? Like a police horse? <laughs> but it was fun. It's it's very similar. I don't know because you said you've never been to New Orleans, right? No. It's you've been to Nashville? No. Okay. Well, it's very similar to Nashville. It's similar to Nashville. Isn't as reckless. Um, but it's similar. Like there's every bar is lit up. You just walk in and out. There's not really any like rhyme or reason like, you don't pay a cover you're not really waiting in line you're just hopping in and out of places so it's very similar to nashville in that sense but nashville is a little bit more i guess just less reckless yeah again dude it was just a free-for-all i've never i've never seen anything like it i've never the the my buddies have all been to key west and they said key west is very similar it's just open container there's not really any rules you're just walking around people walking around with shirts off and everything i don't i don't know and that was yeah. the thing like people just walking around without a shirt just drinking a beer, yeah. walking in. Oh god, 
Yeah. It was fun though. It was. <laughs> oh, oh, it was. It was a blast. It was definitely fun. And it is on my bucket list. Sometimes I want to oh, go for down sure. there. And the, that's the thing is, I, I might go back. I don't know. It depends. It, possibly, we'll see. It depends on the scenario. Yeah. But it's something I think everyone should experience. Just yeah. to see what it's actually like. You have to have one of those eye-opening experiences. I I did. For me, it was uh, a trip to Vegas when I when we went to a a, a music festival. And just every like every five minutes, I'd see something that I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> like it was really like the 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 goal for everybody at the festival seemed to be who could wear the least clothes possible and, yep, and you know, get away was, with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But it was crazy because there, you know this like this is like more than a hundred thousand people, maybe like multiple. Um, you know, all all in this kind of compact space, and everybody is so nice to each other. Like you could anybody that wanted to sit down and relax, they could sit and everybody would walk around. You didn't have anybody yelling at them no or doing anything. anything. Yeah, it was kind of cool. But uh, cool. did you gamble yeah. some too? Uh, in Vegas, I I have. I've never really come away with too much money gambling. Right. That's the thing is, I'm worried to go to Vegas because I feel like I'd never leave. That's <laughs> a, one day I want to do it. I want to get a one way ticket to Vegas. Well, that's, say, yeah, that's not good. Say you got to gamble your way out. You want to leave? Oh my you either goodness. walk home or you gamble your way you out. You have a very strange. Maybe, yeah, maybe you shouldn't go to Vegas. You have a strange outlook I'm, on this. I think it would be fun. It just, you bring $1,000, you say, either we're leaving or we're not. <laughs> get a job. Just get it. Just find, well, find there whoever's like bums in Vegas that'll. Uh, there you go. Yeah. And um, I can just look wherever's hiring. Just be like, all right, I need a job. Yeah. Like, I got to make X amount of money so I can get a plane ticket back. And maybe you're onto something. Then you just keep <laughs> like all the money you do make there just keeps going into the gambling fund until you win big. And then, then you leave. And then you leave. I don't think so. I think that's pro- <laughs> that's probably the start of a gambling addiction. Yeah, probably a bad idea, good. actually. Uh, but yeah, that, that's cool. I'll, travel is always cool, especially a major city like that. Oh, you you sure. didn't run into uh, Zion Williams or anybody? No, 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 didn't. Well, he's not really out there we too passed, much anymore. No, we passed by the the Superdome though. I'd never seen that. I mean, because again, I'd never been to New Orleans before. The Superdome's huge. Oh yeah gigantic and then they had the smoothie king center right behind it so that was pretty cool when we were just driving but traffic in new orleans terrible really awful awful traffic i i mean we got there i think my flight got there around 6 six thirty, so it was rush hour but still i mean our we were 15 miles away from the airport maybe and it took 45 minutes yeah i mean it was it was just brutal which i mean again it's a big city it's during mardi gras I expected yeah. it, but it was just like, oh, my God. Oh, I hate uh, traffic. That's why I I, it was hard too. for me to move to, like, L.A. or something. You ever no, been to L.A. traffic? I've been. I, it's oh, awful. my God. That's I've the worst. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. That's that's as bad as it gets. Oh, yeah. That's not even worth it. And th- th- the worst part about it, too, is people, the Bourbon Street, they didn't do it at night. I'm pretty sure they blocked the streets off. But during the day, there's still a ton of people out day drinking, doing the same thing they were doing at night. And cars drive through it. Huh. And I'm like, I can't imagine how long it would take you to drive through Bourbon Street to get to where you are. At that point, just walk. Yeah. What's, what a, why, Especially why are knowing there's going to be idiots walking in front of you the whole time. And that's the and now that you get a lawsuit on your hands because some yeah. drunk guy's jumping in front of your car and getting hit. I don't know. I, but it was it was impressive watching people maneuver through it because, I mean, you got to think it's probably either Ubers or locals that are oh, yeah. willing to drive through that because I mean, we weren't going to drive. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. But it was a blast. It was It was so much fun. Glad I went. Somehow made it to work today. I mean, that's the thing. Is I, <laughs> yeah. I missed Friday, so I wasn't here on Friday. But for everyone that thought I might not come back alive, I'm here. We made what it. Did, what day did you come back? Uh, last night. I think I last got back. Last night? Wow, yeah. 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 It was, oh, it was a super quick trip. But luckily, my flight wasn't until noon, so I had a little bit of recovery time. But one of my uh, buddies had a flight at, I think, 6 in the morning. 
Yeah, slept maybe an you hour. Saved, like, I've done that oh, before. Dude. You save like thirty bucks on a flight to, <laughs> to leave <laughs> yeah. sometime way early. That's like, not yeah. that doesn't end up paying off. After a New Orleans trip, absolutely not. No, no, for a bachelor party in New Orleans. But we went to a really nice restaurant. Got some. I uh, got some scallops because I was over closer to the water. I don't know. I'll ask you this: In Nebraska, will you go to a restaurant and order seafood if it's frozen in high V? Okay, that's different. I understand that. But will you go to a restaurant to get fresh seafood? I don't eat seafood personally. Um, I, I just don't know if I'd trust it. I, and that's yeah. something I never thought about because in Virginia, I mean, obviously, but you're so yeah. close to the coast, I don't even think about it. I'm like, yeah, yes. I order seafood. Yeah. But here, I've never ordered seafood. I'm kind of scared to. Are you a big, do you like seafood? I love seafood. You wish, oh, I love Kind of miss it? All kinds of seafood. Fish, scallops, yeah. shrimp, crab, all of it. Love it. And you but still haven't just, tried it here, huh? I have. Cause, I mean, we're just so far. You know, yeah. how, how long would it take you to get fresh <laughs> seafood out here? On someone's oh, we plate. just build lakes and start breeding them in <laughs> yeah, the out there, right? Just make it a saltwater lake. <laughs> That's right. Fine. Easy enough. I just I don't know if I trust it, but I had scallops. They were fantastic. Um, the weather was gorgeous. I mean, on our way back when we were driving to the airport, I think it was sixty-five. I said, "Wow, that made me think." So then I looked at the weather in Nebraska. So okay, negative two tomorrow. So yeah, but it was really nice yesterday. It was nice yesterday, so but least, then it's yeah, like, all right, tomorrow is too below. So yeah, it be, gets worse. Yeah. That's all. It's all <laughs> just in time for temperature Tuesday, so it's not the worst thing in the world, I suppose. Right. Uh, but uh, there's also some stuff going on over the weekend. Uh, some stuff we're not going to touch, and some stuff we'll talk about. Yeah, <laughs> about right. uh, let's start with uh, with uh, the Nebraska basketball team losing another game. Uh, probably weren't able to watch too much of it, mm-hmm. but you did predict a Maryland victory, a victory over Maryland. I, I did say I did for Nebraska basketball. How do you feel about yourself now? You got everybody's hopes up i know i did get everyone's hopes up but i apologize I, but the thing is at least by now if you've listened i've been here what two weeks i don't even know how long now it's yeah. flown by if you've listened to me this far you know that i probably will give you hope that maybe you shouldn't have so take whatever i say <laughs> with a grain of salt but th- i mean that's the problem though right i mean nebraska by all means at home against maryland they should have won this game this is if there are games on the schedule that you look at at this point in time in the season where everything is falling apart. There are a few games on the schedule you say this should be slash could be a win, and this was one of them. So it was disappointing. I don't know. I mean, you can give more of an in-depth analysis because obviously I wasn't able to watch the game in detail. Um, I've watched a few highlights, saw that McGowan's played very well. It just it, it rubs me a little bit of the wrong way because, again, when you look at this game, game against Penn State, maybe even Northwestern on Tuesday, that's a bit of a stretch because it's on the road. These are games that you should be competitive and that you should win, and you lose by 16. Yeah, it, so, I mean, uh, I don't know. I Like, I'm, I'm getting to the point in the season. We did the postgame show. Everybody was kind of upset. By the end of it, they, they, they talked me into being upset. But when I went into the postgame show and just watching the game, I can't get that upset about a 1-14 team losing. It's like, well, yeah, they're, they're not, you know, and you talk, talk about winnable games and games at home and all that. And, yes, I, you know, the fan part of it, I understand. You always got to believe, and, all, you know, right. this is going to be the one that changes it. But I just I, – I've, I've not – you know, there was a time in this season and certainly throughout my life that I'm in – Totally emotionally invested in Nebraska basketball, and it could, uh, you know, alter the way that I look at the rest of my day. But I don't expect them to win any games anymore. Well, how could I? They, 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 they don't win very much, and I, I'm not trying to be disheartening. Uh, but it's it, it's just where you are when you're the one in fourteen team in the league. You're the team people circle as okay. That's the win. We gotta, that has that, to be that's a win. the win. That's yeah. yeah. Everybody's you. Yeah, we could talk about Maryland being an opportunity. Maryland definitely looked at Nebraska. We have to win that game. Yeah. Um. And so they did. They they came in. They did. Um. Again. Um. 
it was somewhat in blowout fashion. Nebraska was able to get it within 10, 12 points there toward the end. Um, but ultimately, Maryland in the second half just, just played much better and won 90-74. Um, now, if you're Nebraska, you have five games left on the schedule, um, four of them road games. And won the home game against now new newly top twenty five Iowa, who mm-hmm. just destroyed Nebraska and Iowa City last last week. So um, it's it's not looking great. I mean, you would have to say the odds are that they don't come out of the Big Twelve or Big Ten schedule with another win. I mean, you got five left, three against top twenty five opponents. The other one against Northwestern, who just destroyed them, and that's mm-hmm. in, in their place. And then at Penn State, who's been actually putting up some good victories over uh, the last couple of weeks as well. So um, you know, you never say never. Nebraska, I, I believe, can play with these some of these teams for a bit. It's just hard to imagine a 40-minute game. And uh, Steve Sipple, whoever on the block here later, wrote in his article something that I guess I just didn't realize at this point is that Trev Alberts has a total of two wins under his belt since becoming athletic oh director God. when you combine um, the football team and the basketball team in Big Ten play. Two wins. I don't – I mean, talk about a difficult <laughs> job to <laughs> yeah, step into. thrown into. Yeah. Um, obviously the decision you know, we all know the decision was made on frost. It's going to be interesting. I think the Hoiberg thing, I mean, if it, it, if it, it's just hard to really, at one point, I know you were arguing one in 19 is a lot better than Owen 20. It's hard to really imagine anything, especially, I mean, even if you get a lot, a win here down the stretch, mm-hmm. unless you can put together, I mean, win three or last five or something like actually do something that's a little bit impactful. It's hard not to imagine um, the questions will be there, right. you know, and, and it's going to be difficult for him to, and, and, and Sipple has kind of changed his, um, we, you know, we talked for weeks about how difficult it's going to be with an $18.5 million buyout, which is ridiculous. That's a ridiculous buyout. It is. Um, and, and, but Sipple's kind of changed over to the idea of it's, it, it's going to be hard to, you know, make the most of next season. I mean, you almost just have to do the cost analysis. And I don't know, you know, being in the program, you'd have to kind of know what all goes into that. But it might end up costing you to keep him around because how are you right. going to get a whole lot of people excited uh, for next season knowing it's just the same thing? But I have talked to a few fans, too. I think it. it I, I wonder where the split is because – to, to my surprise on Frost, especially after the walkout against Purdue, he still seemed to have, when you do these online fan votes, uh, a majority of the fans still voting for him. Right. And I've, I've talked to a few people that, you know, just casual, longtime Nebraska basketball fans, um, expecting them to be so frustrated and done with this. And, you know, some of them are just, well, yeah, but I understand it's Hoiberg and, and maybe we should give him another year, um, you know, and, and some of that is just even regardless of the buyout. Hoiberg, and we'll go through it here because I did. I had some fun over the weekend um, now looking back at Hoiberg's career going, what was what made this such a home run hire? Right. Uh, so I went year by year and we'll go through that here in, in a few minutes because it's just kind of fun. But it's hard to imagine because I also want to do like the top 10 Hoiberg victories of his career. They will not. You could do a in top total. Yeah, or, you okay. could do a top fifty. And not one of them would be at Nebraska. Yeah, probably not. I mean that. So it's just so strange. It, it just we yeah, all know how yeah, weird it is, yeah. but it's just so strange that it's gone so poorly, um, considering the resume that he did have. And, and this is right. isn't just like oh yeah, I won a few games at Iowa State. You had to go in there and win those Tur- Big Ten, twelve tournaments, two of them. Mm-hmm. You had to go in and and win. You know. 
even tournament games, get to the Sweet 16. Absolutely. You had to beat top 25 teams. One year you beat seven of them. I mean, this is not – this guy has coached uh, well before. Solid And teams. done, you know, yeah, so it's just – Well, let me ask It's crazy you, to see how it turned out. Let me ask you this, though. I know a, a big discussion has been losing the fan base, being able to re-engage the fan mm -hmm. base. What was – were you at the game then? No. Or uh, were you – I'm assuming you were able to some, watch. Yeah. What was Pinnacle Bank Arena like? I mean, is it? Are we reaching a dire situation where fans have completely given up? Was there still some sense of optimism? Was it a good crowd? I mean, because that that that's basically what you're doing with now is you can't entirely lose the fan base in, the, right. in Nebraska, especially. It is so easy to re-engage this fan base. I mean, for crying out loud, they were three and eight going against Iowa yeah. for the last game of the season for the football season. And they had a sellout. It was one of the best crowds in college football that weekend. I mean, it's really not difficult to keep this fan base engaged. So if you lose them, how difficult is it to get them back? I, what, what was PBA like? I mean, was it some type of optimism, some type of excitement? I mean, I, I mean, it was probably mildly better than the, the Minnesota game, the last home game they had. Um, I think part of that, though, is because it's a friend. I mean, Part of it's it's a Friday night and you're in Lincoln right. and it's cold. What you know? What are you gonna do? What else are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean, there, there's still kind of that idea. You know, I've still seen you know parents taking their kids to a game. It can still be pretty cool for a kid to go to a game, regardless mm -hmm. of how bad the team is. They he doesn't know. It's still cool. Presentation looks like an NBA arena and all that. Right. Um. So uh, I thought it was maybe a little bit better, um. But it's still not to what PBA you know needs to be. Mm -hmm. Um. So I mean, well below the the capacity, obviously. Right. What what was the best you've seen PBA then? What at, at what point were you satisfied with the product and the environment? Uh, are you talking about like years past? J yeah, just in general. Like what when we say we want Pinnacle Bank Arena, we want the fan base engaged to this point. What was the time that you were looking at that? No sit Sunday would be the the, the biggest time against Wisconsin. Um, Tim Miles asked everybody not to sit down, and and everybody's like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be amped really? up. Nobody sat down. It was nuts. Through the whole game. Through the whole game. There might have been. I can't remember now. I have to go back. I mean, there might have like halftime or something. Or, right. But like seriously, like everybody sat up because it was it was like the game was just right up against you. It was it was you know Frank. Uh, Kaminsky and those guys, um, so that team that was going to make the run to the Final Four, um, and and you you so you knew they were good. They were like a number eleven team. Nebraska's like fringe bubble team, but if they get that win, they're like I mean, so it just kind of set up for the perfect right. environment there. And it was just nuts. It was crazy. But and it the was crowd was engaged. The oh crowd yeah. Was in it. yeah. But that year they protected home court. I mean, and that was the I think the first or second year of Pinnacle Bank Arena. I think it was the first. And you know, the, I think they lost maybe one game at Pinnacle Bank. Really? So you knew when you were yeah. going in there um, that that was a serious a team, a tough yeah. environment. Yet yeah. no matter what team was ranked, it was going to be difficult. Um, so it was just. It, not it's as much insane. case anymore. Yeah. yeah. Off the text line, somebody also points out the KU game in 2018 was good too. Uh, Creighton as well in 2018. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you – because Nebraska's had teams. I mean, Tim Miles had, like, ranked teams. They just didn't turn out to be ranked mm -hmm. by the end. But there was times where Nebraska really believed in their product, and when they were going up against the Creightons and the Kansases, mm -hmm. um, you know, Michigan States at times, it's just – it's it's you know, it, it's, it's about as good as what you could probably find – Around the nation, it, it was for ticket sales. Them and Creighton were right up there for top ten across the across the nation mm -hmm. uh, for a few years. I just it, and that's that's what's sad about it. Is in that is that that was 
for it's that been year, there because yeah. that, that was my question. Is because again, oh yeah, genuinely, I don't know because I haven't seen Nebraska in the tournament. I haven't seen them well, be fairly competitive. Tournament's not necessarily. Right. So, <laughs> but, but that, that's normally how how you gauge a, a basketball school. Is, yeah. Are they close to making the tournament? Are they a tournament team? And Nebraska's never really been there. Yeah. So it's has Pinnacle Bank Arena been a, a serious venue that teams don't want to play in? Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. I've I've never seen it. Obviously, I mean, it hasn't yeah. happened this season. But it sounds like, by all indications, it has gotten to that point in the past. Yeah, and and then to your point though, it's not with the tournament team or the top twenty-five team generally, or somebody that's but like fans overwhelming. will still be there. But yeah, yeah, fans will take over. Like Nebraska's had one tournament team in twenty, you know, twenty-three years, whatever it is, twenty-four years, I think. Uh, anyways, <laughs> they've had that one tournament team. And that wasn't a good team either. I hate to to Nebraska fans, of course it was, <laughs> but that was like an 11 seed bubble team that got right, in. Right, that's a disaster at Kentucky or Duke or you know Absolutely. Arizona, any of those. Right. You know that that's like friend, you're, you're gonna get fired if you don't if you Absolutely. do this again oh, next yeah, year. Oh yeah, for sure. So I mean that, but that's all it takes is just that level. And then Nebraska fans will be completely engaged to the point where they'll stand up the whole game, <laughs> the whole game. If, if it's yeah. if something huge is on the line. Yeah. Um, so it is possible. It's just really far from that right now. Um, and no doubt. I mean, why wouldn't it? Why would it be? It's, it's right. really tough. But uh, I guess I hate to be the downer. You know, maybe maybe uh, maybe they can still get it done. Either way, let's run through uh, Fred Hoiberg's 10 year career before Nebraska here. This will this will be a nice this will make you feel I, I just feel, I want everybody to get the full context before they make up their decision of whether they want Hoiberg gone or not. Right. You have to know what he's been what he's been able to do. So I know you can look it up, but it's funner if I just tell the story. I'm a storyteller. It's coming up next here on the ticket water cooler brought to you by Coligan Water. Give Coligan a call. If you're curious about getting your water softener salt delivered to your home or business, call today at 402-251-2309 or go online to coliganlincoln.com. We'll be right back on the Ticket Water Cooler.